The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There was a gentleman, a tzaddik. Some say he was even from the hidden tzaddikim here in Brooklyn. He lived in one of the apartment buildings right off of King's Highway and Ocean Parkway. A very modest and small apartment. A rabbi, a tzaddik. It was him, his rebbitzin, and his only son. A young boy. And this rabbi loved to do hachnasat orchim. Every Shabbat, every Yom Tov, he always had people over by his table. Always had guests. Well, one Friday night, a young man who was invited over to this rabbi's home for Shabbat night, Shabbat meal, Friday night. During the meal, during conversation, the rabbi finds out that this young man, he walked from Brighton Beach all the way to King's Highway just to be able to sit and have a meal with this rabbi. Now, when the rabbi heard that he had such a long walk ahead of him that night, the rabbi insisted. He told him, I'm sorry. It's late at night. You must be exhausted. It's dangerous at night to walk that far. I insist. You sleep over here Friday night Shabbat. And after Shabbat, you'll go back home to Brighton Beach. Take a car service. Well, they were going back and forth, back and forth. Finally, the guest says, Rabbi, I'd love to stay. But I'm looking around your apartment. I see that you have no room really. I don't want to be matriach you. I don't want to put you out. The rabbi says, what do you mean? My son, he volunteers to give you his bed. So now, the son looks up. He looks at his father. And he says, I volunteered to give my bed. The father looks back at the son. The father gives the son a look that only a father knows how to give a son. It was the look that conversation is over. And at that moment, his son buttoned his lip. And he looks at his mother. Where am I going to sleep? His mother, like every good mother, tried to keep peace at the table. And then the father smiles and turns back to his guest and he says, So there! You have a room to yourself, a bed to yourself. There it is. Now I insist that you stay over. Well, the guest agreed. And that night, that night after the meal, the guest went into the rabbi's son's room, slept on the bed, took the room for himself, and the boy turns to his father and says, Dad, okay, where am I sleeping? So the father says, what do you mean? You're sleeping right there, on the carpet, on the floor, in the living room. The son looks at his father. On the floor? You want me to sleep on the floor? Father says, yeah. Sleep on the floor, right there in the living room, on the carpet. Plush carpeting, very comfortable. Go ahead. Well, at that moment, the son couldn't believe his ears. He grabs his pillow, his blanket. He camps out on the carpet in the living room. Tries to go to sleep, waiting for the lights to shut off on the Shabbat clock. Finally, he's twisting and turning the entire night, getting rug burns on that carpet, trying to fall asleep. And all night, this boy is mumbling under his breath, 
This is terrible. This isn't fair. Sure, go do mitzvot on other people's back. And he's going at it and he's mumbling and he's angry. Barely made it through the night. The next morning, everyone wakes up. The guest walks out of the room. Oh, was that a good night's sleep? That's all this kid had to hear. The kid stomps out of the house in rage, mumbling to himself, what type of father do I have? Well, Shabbat was over. The guest went home. And now if we may fast forward this story 15 years, 15 years later, now a young, <clears throat> a young man, he gets a call. His mother called him. She said, she's calling from the hospital. If he can please, if he can please come to her bedside because the doctors say that she has only a few days left to live. So immediately, her son comes out to the hospital and there he comes up to the bed where she's laying. His mother leans over with a smile. She takes her son's hand and they begin to talk. And she turns to her son and she says to him, there is something I want to tell you. Do you remember? Do you remember 15 years ago? We once had a guest. And that Friday night, your father volunteered your bed to the guest and you slept on the floor. The son looks his, drops his head down. Yes, how can I forget that? How hurtful that was. Yes, I do remember. She turns to her son and she begins to cry. And she says to her son, I want to tell you something. When I saw you there laying on the floor, as a mother killed me. So I walked into my bedroom to go and to talk to your father. To tell him. To tell him that I'll give you my bed. And when I walked in and closed the door behind me, there your father laid on the floor of our bedroom. on his pillow with his blanket over him and I turned to my husband and I said to him what are you doing get off the floor get into a bed and your father looked up at me and said no I'm doing this for the best of my son I need to teach him a lesson of how precious a mitzvah really is but just because I have to teach him a lesson if he's going to sleep on the floor tonight, then so am I. And he made me promise never to tell you that he slept on the floor that night in our bedroom as well. That, my friends, that is, that is Bore Olam, our father. Hashem tells us that there are times looking at the reverse side of the canvas that we just can't make sense out of the pain at times that we're being put through. The darkest of moments. And we turn up and we say, Hashem, where are you? Why have you forsaken me? I'm crying to you. I'm praying to you. Why aren't you listening? Here I am. On the floor, in the depths of tragedy, in hurt, in darkness, in pain. Where are you? And you know what Hashem answers? 
I'm right there with you on the floor. I'm right there in your tragedy next to you. Anochi imicha batsara. I'm right there with you. Don't think for one moment when they put those babies into the walls of Egypt. Said Hashem, I was there. I went into the wall with the babies. And later on, when the Jews jumped into the fires, Hashem on the Spanish Inquisition, says, I jumped into the fires with them. And when those Hasidim danced into the gas chambers in the Holocaust, I danced into those gas chambers with them. At the moment that you thought I was so far away, just know, that's the moment that I was closest to you. That was the moment that while you were down on the floor, I was right there with you. I was crying with you. At times, for reasons that you're not going to understand, you can't see my side of the needlepoint canvas. You can't make sense because you don't have my world view. But just know that although you had to go through it, I was right there with you. The nine days. The days of mourning, where we are now mourning, sitting on the floors together, coming this Tisha B'Av. And we cry about all the tsarot that we went through as a nation. And we cry about all the tsarot that we're going through today. And Hashem says, don't think, don't think I've abandoned you. I'm right there on the floor with you in mourning. I'm right there crying with you. On all the tsarot of Am Yisrael. The nine days. It's a lesson of mourning. Not just for the days themselves. But it teaches us. About all the tsarot we ever went through in history. Just when you thought. That Hashem wasn't there. Says Borei Olam. I was right there with you. I continue to be there with you. I'm sitting on the floor in mourning with you, crying with you. Like a father. That's my bond, my love to you. And I hope that that love and that bond survives all your questions. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.